Bookshops. It's Lorraine here with... And Catherine's here as well. And actually, we have a surprise guest for you guys today. We've got Mother Mary Pierre here from the Taiwan Monastery. Thank you for being with us, Mother. It's so good to have That's you. It's a pleasure. So, guys, welcome back to our podcast. It's really great to be back with you today. Kat, what are we talking about today? Well, today I thought we would investigate a little bit more about how personally we can understand our purpose like and uh really dig deep into what we're asked to do in restoring our culture so you know that like us at the culture project are really interested in like looking out at our culture and being like how can we make this something where every single human person is loved Mm. and never used and never um, rejected or uh forgotten and so you know, I was. We were actually doing these presentations to um, see Mira Levens this week on retreat, and we were talking about happiness. And initially, I was kind of like, "Happiness, like, like, what are we going to talk about with these kids? Like, you know, I, I don't even know what we would talk about." But you know, what we actually ended up doing was really investigating how we can, yeah, dig deep and find our purpose, and like, how do we deal with the fact that like we can't control a lot of our external circumstances, you know? And so one of those really um, important things that we ended up sharing with these students was like, it's so hard to be silent Oh yeah. in our culture. Like there's music, like we always listen to music in the car, <laughs> um, you know, we, like it's so difficult and actually just sit back and really listen to like what's going on in your mind and heart and to just take a step back from the noisiness of the culture. So one of our really special places that we retreat to often when uh, we're taking some time out from ministry or really just need that peace and silence in our lives is the Tyburn Convent at Riverston. Um, And we know this is like a a place of refuge for all kinds of people from Mm. all walks of life. Mm. Um, And so we're really, really privileged to have you today, Mother, to speak a little bit about, yeah, like how do you live? I mean, you live a contemplative life, right? And what exactly does that mean? That means primarily that we're here to seek union with God, that is to become one with him, to to love him, to uh, live only to serve him, and in that love to bring the whole world to him, to intercede for the needs of the world Mm. uh, by our prayer, by our closeness to God, as it were drawing down his graces upon the world. That's so beautiful. Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. Um, And so, like, can we talk through what does your daily life look like at the convent? It's it's a very simple life. We get up early. Actually, we get up at half past four. And then we have um, the divine office, which is the prayer of the church, uh, all through the day, which is the idea of that is to sanctify the day. Mm. And the divine office being the prayer of the church is uh, it's like the, the bride addressing her bridegroom in the name of the church, interceding for the world. And so the prayer of praise, which is basically the Psalms, mm. uh, is going up continually throughout the day. But our work, the necessary things we have to do are, are filled in between that. But also, apart from that, we have 
the adoration in the chapel. We we take have an hour each during the day and sometime in the night as well, which is also um, adoring God, loving Him in the name of of the church and for the world. Mm. So it's like we're always there, hidden. Mm. Uh, Helping in our way to keep the world going. Yeah. So, Mother, a lot of the ways that you pray mostly, the main way is in silence. Yeah. So, can you tell us a bit about why? Why is part of your the way that you pray silence? Why? Why? Why silence? Ah, <laughs> uh, as uh, Mother Founder said, silence is praise in actual fact, but silence for. Uh, a Christian soul or a soul that is seeking God is not an empty thing because silence can be a frightening thing. You know, if you you don't know why you're on earth, what am I doing, what's the purpose of life, and if you're in your heart you are unhappy or you are unwanted or you don't feel... Um, understand that you're precious or dear to God, you have nowhere to go and therefore silence doesn't mean anything. But for us or for anyone who's seeking God, silence is fruitful because it's it's like a listening. Um, God is in your heart and you're listening to him because if you have a relationship Obviously, you've got to have two people. One speaks, one listens. <laughs> so in prayer, you can't be talking all the time. You've got to listen. So silence is really... Um, it's our part of listening to God and letting Him speak in you. And it's also the point of... You might say the highest point of love because love is going out of yourself to the one you love. Therefore, in the sense that the deeper the love, the more there's no words to describe mm. it because it's beyond what you can say. So in that way, silence is very meaningful. It's not just an emptiness. Yes, that's incredible. Wow, I just... Yeah, that's so profound. And I think something that we find so challenging and so counterintuitive because there's this focus on action as the means to make an impact in the world and to really, you know, if you think if you're being successful, mm. you're out there doing something. Exactly. And um, I find that a lot in our in our work with the Culture Project as well. You know, I if to feel like I've done a good job in the day. I'm like, how, like, what have I done? You know, how much have I done? <laughs> Have I yeah. talked to enough people today? Have I listened to enough people? Have I um, have I talked to people? Like I missed out talking to someone who really wanted to reach out to me. I and I I feel like I wasn't there for them. I feel like I didn't love them enough. There's this like if if you go out into the culture, you see a lot of people like measure what their worth of their words or what the worth of their themselves is through what they do and what they say, and so. This this way of prayer, this silence is very counterculture, mother. And so, can you tell us a little bit about your personal experience about do like praying in silence in the beginning for you? Do you remember what it was like um, first having to learn to be silent with God and living this 
this contemplative lifestyle? I don't think there was ever a point where I actually learned it. It's, mm. it's just, uh, I think, for anyone who wants to have a life of prayer, um, it's a basic thing that when you read it and you know it, you, you've got to listen. Mm. And in fact, the more you listen, the more you will hear what he wants to say. Um, but listening is hard because it means you have to actually make an effort to um, descend into yourself, as it were. I don't mean descend down low, but you have to descend into your heart. Mm. That means you have to empty yourself mm -hmm. um, from all the distractions or the, the things that your imagination or your worries or everything they all have to go and it has to be centered wholly on God and that's where the work and the effort comes what was oh, that it's like an effort all yeah. the time in fact until we die we, mm. we have to make an effort absolutely oh my goodness always yeah it's never going to end it's yeah. effort mother what was that like personally for you this for yeah what was like learning how to yeah Put out the distractions. Uh, it's just an effort like um, whenever you go into, whenever you sit down to pray, you simply have to make a continual effort to focus yourself on God and say, well, I'm not going to think about this now. I'm going to think about mm. you, Lord. And it's, it just, I don't think it's anything that... Um, necessarily personal except that God will speak to each one mm. of us in a different way you know we each each of us is different and we have our own relationship our own way of of coming to him but it's basically Lord how do I love you how do mm. I uh, how can I love others more you know and what you're doing is is a beautiful thing you know um, examining yourself to see how you have helped someone today or mm. whatever. That's part of silence too, really, examining where you are. Mm. Yeah, that's it. You know, I'm reading um, The Soul of the Apostolate at the moment by Dom Chotard, which is just like so challenging. <laughs> um, I remember I was actually telling someone at the beginning of the year I received this book and I was like, someone told me this is really important, but like I read the blurb and how it's sort of talking about this is, you know, this – is he? A, has he? A, what kind of prior was he? Was he a Benedictine? Tom Chotard? I don't remember. I can't remember. He might have been Carmelite or something. Anyway, but he was this the you know, um, leader of this religious community and had gone out a lot to establish other monasteries and other communities and he'd lived a very active life. But really emphasizes in this book um, the importance and the primacy almost of your interior life of the soul and that if your interior life isn't sorted out I mean obviously whenever whenever perfect we're always struggling we're always having to come up against difficulties and um you know perfection is for is for, is for later on in life but um you know yeah if 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 your intentions and your um focus is on the exterior it's going to it's always never going to work out for you you know it's always going to be a challenge and I found that so difficult but it's really been um yeah I really recommend that book actually to anyone listening because it's really challenged me to 
look at how I how I judge my success and and that you know like our external work really depends on how we're intending it to be as well like if we're always offering it up and going okay look I can't control this like <laughs> I can't live my life trying to uh control external things and if whatever effort I put out it should be something that has you know peace internally and I'm always kind of offering it up and saying like I you know I can't, I can't yeah. do it so much you know yes you can't tell the the fruit of what you're doing in fact because mm. you might as long as you if you've got the the grace within you it can be bearing fruit anywhere like you you might be praying for a soul or praying for this but God might use it for something else mm. or you might be suffering a lot and offering up and and nothing seems to happen mm. so in a way it's for God to decide what he wants to do but it's it's the grace that is the only thing in the end isn't it that can do any good it's, oh, we can't do yes. anything can we <laughs> we can only only feel the grace yeah, yeah absolutely um I just um, yeah I, I love the way in which your community in particular with only a handful of sisters really um is such a place of peace and nourishment for like people from all over you know I've, I've met so many people who've been like yeah Tyburn Convent is my special place <laughs> um, the first and time I, I went to one was in New Zealand oh really yes it was so beautiful I Yes, oh, wow. it is a And we were here recently for a silent retreat and I met the llamas. I mean, not the llamas, the alpacas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was so awesome that you. So you guys have a little farming community here now almost with a few animals. and We have, but the actual, in actual fact that the, the, the alpacas are here because the, to keep the grass down. <laughs> it's a lot, it costs a lot to mow the grass. <laughs> we also have a dear elderly sister who's 88 and she loves creatures she loves mm. nature so they it gives her joy when she sees oh. the little creatures so we get them for her as well oh that's so sweet <laughs> <laughs> that's so lovely i love that do you have any um favorite like moments or little stories from your time you haven't always been at this particular convent have you you came from new zealand is that correct really which one the auckland the one near auckland yes wow and then when did you come to what how long have you been here at riverstone riverstone here but uh getting on towards the year but we have we have houses we have I've been in Peru for nearly four years. We have a house in Ecuador, Colombia, uh, England, Ireland, Scotland. Um, yeah, that's all. It's so. You've been to all of them? No, oh. Ecuador and Colombia, no. Okay. Yeah, but the others. One day, maybe. One day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's enough time. Actually, we've we've got to let you get on back to. Um, your your important work if you uh had any words of encouragement or someone you know like any words out there to our listeners about um seeking silence in their day and that challenge to kind of always be aware of the movements of our heart um do you have anything particularly like to finish off with uh i would say it's it's really important to basically know that uh there is a God that, that Jesus loves you infinitely and he's 
thirsting for you and he's waiting for you. As it says so beautifully in the, in the Catechism about prayer, he thirsts for us that we may thirst for him. So it's important for when you're seeking silence to know that it's really a relationship that you're seeking and that you're entering into which is like the seed on earth which will blossom um, in heaven for eternity. So this life is just a preparation for the, the flowering and the fulfillment <laughs> in heaven. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much Mother. So we'll um, have we'll expect all our listeners to come to the Tyburn Convent yeah. soon for some retreat time. We'll have these streams of young people walking in. Yeah, if someone wants to be a nun, <laughs> yeah, feel free to be open to that. Mother's open for yeah. interviews and <laughs> discernment. Um, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for all that you do for the Culture Project as well. We wouldn't be able to do our work without your support and your love. And your prayers. It's a wonderful thing you do. God bless you. God bless you, Mother. Thank you.